prepare yourself for invasion. This is Indie Invasion. That always gives me Mac. It always gives me chills. Live from the internet. It's Thursday night, right? Yep, it is Thursday night. Are we live? I'm I'm watching our little thing to see if we are. We are live. I don't see anybody jumping in yet, but we are live. I know there's a little bit of lag, but if you guys are joining, welcome to Indie Invasion Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. The fastest thirty minutes in gaming. Yes, we got that. We do have a banner for that. Thanks we to Clem <laughs> giving us this idea. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, and hello, Elton. He has joined us on Twitch. All right. Welcome in. On hello, Twitch. hello, hello. If you guys are jumping oh, in Clem on Twitch. Clem is there on uh, Twitch as well. There we go. Get some people watching yeah. on Twitch. Get those uh, whatever. Get Give whatever like, the requirements follow, whatever it, it yeah, means. I don't know what the requirements are. Tim, <laughs> hey, what's happening, Tim? Um, so, okay, before we jump in, because it should be obvious what we're talking about tonight, and I am completely out of my element with this. It's a new one. one for you. Yeah, completely out of my element. Although I did look into it a long time ago, just uh, you and I were talking before um, that it was hard to find when I was looking at it in first edition. So, Oh, there's Alder. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. We're on that uh, daylight savings craziness here. We need to just get rid of that. That's a whole, that's like a whole show right there. Yeah. That's a a whole show right there. Um, No, but since we were talking about Kickstarter and everything, I wanted to point out in case anybody hasn't gone over and checked it out. We talked about mothership uh, a few weeks back, the sci-fi, horror rpg game and it's on kickstarter right now and it is going nuts i think they needed something like twenty thousand dollars to get everything done and they're almost at a million yeah can you imagine that now this is from an indie a pure indie game company two guys two guys yeah that when they originally released this there it was like the little pamphlet Yep. Not, not really any kind of play testing other than what they did, you know, mm-hmm. on their own. Um, and now it's like they're they're basically getting to see their vision for this game yeah. and the old classic, you know, RPG box set, you know, original D&D white box and, yep. you know, those 80s boxes. So that's really cool. It's really yeah, cool. It's cool. They're doing good. Clem makes a good point that that can lead to all sorts of issues, but it appears that they're doing it right. Like they're not going crazy and adding stretch goals. And a lot of the stretch goals that they are adding are PDFs. Mm-hmm. Um, Stuff they already planned kind of to do. So, yeah. Yeah. So I think that they, so far anyway, they still have like 25 days left in the, the Kickstarter, but I think that they, uh, I think they seem to be handling it pretty well. So I hope that they continue to do that and don't do exactly like I know your brain went to of overreaching. Cause I, I could imagine it's super easy to get excited about that when you see you needed 20,000 and you're at almost a mm-hmm. million dollars to just go, Hey, we're going to throw all this stuff out there and then get bogged down. So yeah. Mini warm says the bottom of the banner screams zombicide. Yes. Yes. Kind of. 
kind of. But, well, what are we going to talk about? If you guys couldn't tell, we're going to be talking all about Monster Apocalypse tonight. Um, and we actually have a guest with us tonight, Mac. What? This is a, a go-to. Go-to if, dare I say, expert. Because <laughs> oh, I've, oh. I've known him for many, many years, and he's all over Monpoc, as we like to call it. But no, no have, pressure on him. No, I'm the putting pressure on him right now. So. Expert, so no mistakes from this guest. Got it. Got our, it. our guest tonight is one of our. You've seen him usually in the chat. This is Craig Thompson Wood, otherwise known as Spazfist in the gaming community. And let me bring him in here. Ready, Spaz? Here you come. Here you come. Bam. <laughs> Pressure. <laughs> pressure. All right, Welcome I've got my red out for any mistakes. So, and here I'm gonna give him some plugs. If you guys haven't checked out Spaz's channel, Teaching with Board Games on YouTube, go check it out. Give him a like, a follow, subscribe. See what he's got going on there. Uh, your channel is all about basically using games uh, in ed educational purposes, right? Yeah, and how to how they have educational elements, and just just uh, for teachers, parents, anybody who wants to just learn and develop skills and whatever. It's just it's just as a student when I was a kid, I was a terrible student. No, but, so, yep, yep. <laughs> but through the play of games, I especially like when we start to get into things like champions and GURPS, where it's like okay, you got like so many points to make a character, and I got like really into just like I just love making characters. I never played like half of the characters I made, oh, but yeah. just, just yeah. all that math you do in making those characters, my math skills just started coming together. And it just really sort of always resonated with me. And as a teacher, it's always been something I've done is just trying to make uh, the education more fun, make it make learning fun through gamification, through gameplay. <laughs> Three amigos. <laughs> Three amigos. So got a fourth yeah. one walking around behind us there for a minute. He's going to be mortified that he was on live. Oh, man. He, he I'm pretty sure he just realized that you will not see him again. I guarantee it. He can TikTok it. <laughs> oh, I see, I see, I see, I see an elbow or something. I saw, I saw the elbow. That chair is going to move in just a second, though. All right. Well, let's talk right. Mompoc then, because I'm going to tell yeah. you, I'm on the fence with this one because I don't play a lot of board game ish type games um i like zombicide mm -hmm. that's about the extent of board game type games that i like but like i was talking with eric about before this in the first edition I'm, and i don't have no idea how much i missed it by but i was looking to get into it and i couldn't find it anywhere and i thought it was kind of cool looking so it just kind of fell to the wayside so convince me Still haven't bought that resin printer, so you guys did not convince me enough <laughs> yet. Although I was really tempted because I got one of those eBay offers where I was watching it and the dude sent me like 20% off. So it was really tempting. So convince me to buy Monster right. Apocalypse. So let's give a, a quick brief history. Um, I got into the game uh, years and years ago. It's where I met you, Spaz, uh, as a purpose to play games with my kid. And it, Monster Apocalypse, for you guys don't don't know, it's a basically it's a giant monster kaiju uh, battle game published by Privateer Press. I think it first came out in 08. I could be Something wrong. Like yeah, I think that's about right. And and that was first edition, which was basically it's random boosters. You were buying boosters to get the monsters and the units to build up your force. 
And then they rebooted it at second edition uh, in, I think it was fall of 2018. I found it actually at Gen Con that year. And then now, which is something we're going to focus on a little bit later, uh, the Kickstarter uh, that they're doing in partnership with Mythic Games. And we'll kind of talk about this. And I I think one of the reasons I wanted to do this is because, you know, they got the Kickstarter going. Uh, The game's been around forever. and Most people I've heard of it. But I've had a lot of people ask me, sending me messages and say, do you know what the deal is with this? Just because they know I played back in the day. Right. Um, and I've looked into it and me and Spaz have talked about the game many, many times since that was it, 2012. I think it was the last time I actually played regularly. Um, but we wanted to go over kind of a little bit of the game, what it's about. Um, well, 2013 would have been the last Moncon. Okay. Okay, yeah. so that was the last time I played this game with all you guys. Yeah. You know, we had a great community, and it still has a great it, community. It was it was the best community ever. I mean, I'm not saying that with any exaggeration. I mean, the Blood Bowl community in Ontario, Quebec, is is fantastic, but Monpoc I still hold just slightly above that. It was just something magical about that community that was created for that that original Monpoc. Anyway, that's a little off topic. But, yep, uh, yep. And if you guys magical. want to check it out, I got a little ticker going so you can check it out uh their website uh monsterpocalypse.com that's the most recent one you can look into it they have all the factions and a little bit of info um you know and i'm have, sure no one that's watching has any idea how to find kickstarter you can get the rule book off there you can get stack cards campaign resources miniature line and most importantly where you can buy it <laughs> but that's the gist of that so I guess let's start with an overview of the world. Since Mac, we're we're gonna be telling you all about this, and you're you got your browser off, right? Because I know you. Heck no! Are you crazy? <laughs> if I, my browser's off, I can't go look stuff up. If I can't go look stuff up, I can't click buy it now. Yeah, yeah, I know. So I mentioned already that it's a game with giant monsters that you build support forces and you smash through the city to be the last monster standing um real quick the newer stuff both starters has hobby minis for the big monsters and stuff for you to build uh it's got weapons and abilities that are activated by special dice and then within the game i may have this wrong now spaz there's two main agendas Mm -hmm. with about eight to nine factions within those agendas and they're always adding more so i don't know what they're up to now okay and it's basically protectors, destroyers, you know. That, that's just, it. That's just okay. protectors and destroyers. Now. And there's mercenaries too that you can pick from too, right? No. No? Okay. Okay. But that's basically the overworld view of the world. Did I miss anything, Spaz? I mean, it's kaiju monsters battling, right? It's a battle game. Yeah. Like people, people sometimes liken it to chess, like uh, because it's, it's very strategic and where you're putting things, but it doesn't involve dice. There's just so many levels of strategy in the game from the, the you know because you choose the map that you play on you choose mm-hmm. the buildings that you bring as you part of your force the buildings you choose are part of your force selection the units you choose the monsters you choose and how they all come together i've, I've likened it to like an orchestra of instruments all playing and when you can get them to play together nicely it just creates beautiful music and it does that to me is like the the height of monpoc it's just it's and the, oh, that thing, the, the metal cybercon. So yeah, there you go, there you go, mini warm up. That's uh, that's one of the older ones too, right? From yeah. first edition. 
Yeah, this this is first edition. It was a special little thing that they did. Uh, but the same size as the the plastic pre-paint. Yeah. And, and I and I know most of the stuff that y that you build for terrain wise, and the terrain is actually really small. The buildings and stuff. Yeah, it's just the buildings. They're, yeah, they're representative go. of those kaiju. And Mike wants to know if you could still bring Voltron. Uh, no, no Voltron currently. They don't have um, a current Voltron. stack card for them, right? Yeah, I mean, they don't have any of those, the, what they call the morphers, where they have like several units that form into the big, big thing. Probably because what happens now is that you, well, I guess I could still work with them. Anyway, you start with the alpha and you, you can't switch back and forth between alpha and hyper like you could in the first edition. Oh, okay. Okay. So once Different you kill the alpha, you go right up to hyper. Anyway, that's the size. That's that's one of the monsters. That's the okay. size of a monster. Um, now, they're know. not going to be blind boosters this time around, right? No, no, absolutely not. Okay, and that that's with the second edition. The second edition is more of your hobby mini game, where uh, a lot of us are like, "Oh, this is cool. We can buy these, build them, paint them how we want." And I know you mentioned Spaz that some of them could be a little finicky in building, which is fine for experienced hobbyists. But right. it was also something that held people back because not only bit that, but the price too, right? Yeah, and, and you're a little bit of any, no, no, no. They were totally finicky. Some of them were like a pain in the ass to put. I'm, I am a modeler of like what thirty years experience, thirty plus years experience of modeling. Some of them drove me nuts wow. trying to put them together. They were they were horrible. I mean, honestly, I mean, I loved the game, but I hated the models like putting them together. Some of the worst models I've ever had to put together. Okay, and I'm looking really? at seeing them seeing them now in the mon in the Kickstarter, and they're all one piece plastic. It's like ah, I kind of well, wish I just waited. If you I think the, if you think the Monpoc ones are bad, you clearly haven't tried to assemble any of the Robotech skirmish game. No, I, I thought know. he was going to say something else there, Spaz. Uh, I was I, getting my I, phone I, uh, ready. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, twisted models are easy uh, to put together. There we go. There we go. Twisted <laughs> models are easy. In fact, I recommend you go and look on the Demented website and purchase yourself some, just so you can practice building. <laughs> <laughs> or go to discovergames.net. You can get them there, too. Okay, so I want to move into my, uh, something about Monster Apocalypse. What makes it stand out? We've kind of touched on a little bit of this uh, for people to kind of decide for themselves. What, what makes this game stand out? Why maybe I might want to try it? Um, I, I think it comes down to the gameplay. And you mentioned a little bit of this is... The tactics, right? Uh, which, you know, you have the spawning, the moving around on like the grid map, mm -hmm. um, engaging with the enemy units. And like you said, kind of the force building. It has a lot of strategy in that force building, which I always thought was intriguing. That was very early for me in my gaming experience of force building. Whereas like with Warhammer, you kind of just took everything. This game really forced you to make decisions of, okay, what do I want to do out on that map? And you got to try and take ones, you know, overall what's based on your map that you're picking. Oh, see, that wouldn't work for me. I, I'd be like, this one looks cool. <laughs> and you, you start like that. It looks cool. You start like that. You, know, you can go with what looks No, cool. I don't ever get past that. I, I never oh. get past that. That's why I quit playing 40K. <laughs> I never get past that. If it looks cool, I'm putting it on the table whether I win or lose. Yeah, that's a good. I like that one. I like that uh, strategy. But 
I found at the beginning when I was like that, you know, I, I like these, they're cool, I'll put them on. And as I grew and I grew out of that Mac phase and got into the more I want to win Beth phase. <laughs> and then it was uh, it was amazing how quickly it was like, even like, I think back in the day when we were playing single monster, it was like 15 units you could have in your force. Mm -hmm. And it was like, something is that the 15, which at first seemed like, I'm rich, I can take whatever I want. Suddenly it became so restrictive. When it's like I, I'm so limited, I, I can only take. I need. I need these. I need these. I need these. How am I going to fit this one in? You know, trying to get the force you need. And like now, the the game now really focused on two monster games. So two monsters versus two monsters, uh, and you're allowed twenty units. Okay, so it, a lot more a, flexibility then. A lot more. It's still a little. It's a little more flexibility though. Okay, but to me, the game where the game shines is just one in the visual appeal. When people walk in and see you playing Monster Apocalypse, they're just like, whoom, they're, they're drawn in. Giant buildings everywhere, giant monsters. The next thing they're watching you play, and your monster picks up the other monster and, like, throws it into a into a cluster of buildings, which all, like, crumble into this burning rubble, and, the, you know, then the monsters get back up and comes back at you. It's just, it's just the whole, it's like pro wrestling with giant monsters you know just it's just <laughs> even when you're dying and losing you're having a great time because you're just yeah. watching this it's just this whole yeah. thing unfolding before you and it's almost like you know the like the, the gamer achievement to say like you destroyed every building in the whole city yes i got the ball yeah you know it's just the whole the city just gets leveled by the right. end of the game because <laughs> that's well, your main a, source of damage we got a few comments to look at real quick here Mike said the dire ants were no fun to put together. Were those one of the ones you hated? They were one, but they're, yeah. they are, they are, they were pleasant compared to the reapers. Okay. And then Bob throws in there, uh, Bob, I'm guessing you're talking about Baron Zemo from uh, crisis protocol, but he says you haven't experienced pain until you've seen Zemo's elbow pads. And then Mike reference. said, uh, sure. He's Panther gauntlets. For yeah. that's definitely Mar crisis protocol. And Mini Warmut is currently shopping at Miniature Market. <laughs> yeah, they're all on sale. I was looking right? there today too. Yeah, he's <laughs> currently on there right now, and he said that uh, he's been warned about us. But you guys knew that already, so you can't throw that one at us right now because we you already knew that we were going to try to suck you into something as soon as you saw the title. Had to hand his wallet to his wife. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tell your wife we apologize. It is not our intention. We're just trying to help out the gaming community. Hand your wall to your wife and point her to the Monpoc Kickstarter. There you go. Exactly. Christmas is coming, right? Yep. Exactly. <laughs> next year. Christmas next year. So one of the other things that I think stands out was the dice economy that uh, Monpoc has. It has Beautiful your system. action dice, your boost dice, and then eventually your power dice that allow your monsters and your regular units uh, you know, better probability of you know rolling that attack and landing it and doing big huge damage and like you mentioned throw somebody through a building um that's a lot of fun but it yeah it's really that balance of okay i need these over here so i can't use them i gotta wait and you're, you're like setting stuff up like you said chess you're kind of the white dice were your your action dice and you use yep. them to do anything so the nice thing was like if you when you start the game all 10 of your white dice are in the the unit pool so you can only do stuff with the units because only they have the dice to do stuff but then when you use them they go over to the monster pool now your monster can act but now if you choose to use say only half of the dice in your monster pool you saw you know you have five and five you now have a choice next turn do you want to go units or do you want to go monster 
and you can use whatever dice you have available in either pool. So it's just that whole leaving yourself available to take, as we say, a double turn with the monster because the monsters are the obviously the the more effective ones. Yeah. And it's just that that system was just when I started learning that that just that was part of what just like blew my mind about Monster Apocalypse about this whole taking the double turn and when to take the double turn and, and what you could do with it and just it's just so much so much uh, goodness in that. Yep. Yep. Now, what do we like about the game? Let's move to this uh, game system models fluff um, the monsters, right? It's very thematic. It's. It kind of brings me back to when we we're a kid watching Godzilla movies, or in my case, I liked Gamera more. But it's the same thing. It's giant monster in Japan, right. and he's destroying the city, fighting, you know, the bad monster because he just wants to destroy everything. Well, they kind of both do the same thing. <laughs> the good monster just wants to destroy some things. Yeah, yeah. Not quite as much. I mean, the good one's going to pr protect the, you know, the humans, but he's going to destroy the city just the same. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean. It's good fun, right? It's that's kind of a throwback to the kids. Yeah, I, I grew I'm up not with those movies. Back. I'm that's still... a, that, that was one of my uh, <laughs> love them since I was very young, and so I mean, I do have that connection with them as well. Okay, okay, and I, I also thought it was fun uh, when you get into the game pulling off those big combos, and we're talking about balancing that dice and setting up for something huge, uh, like you said wrestling power slamming on your opponent's monster through a building was so fun to see mm -hmm. them laying on the ground and you're picturing your head to you know bursting in the fire and stuff and it's like all right <laughs> well you haven't played in a while eric but uh, the white deja now has an ability called suplex oh so he can pick <laughs> them up from behind and well no what he does is when you're doing a body slam he can move one square before he repositions for the body slam Okay. So it's like you're not necessarily adjacent to the building for this thing, but you move one square. Now you are. It's just it opens up all kinds of new possibilities. Oh, wow. For the body wow. slam, it's it's amazing. Yeah, it's just one simple rule, but it's just like, again, just opens everything up. It's it's fantastic. And that's the strategy, like we mentioned, yeah. the strategy in it. So, um, here I'm gonna throw well, this up real just, quick. I'm gonna throw this in here real quick because. Not everybody is board game strategy related. Like, I, like I'm not. I just want to put cool models on the board. But since we are indie invasion, if Monster Apocalypse doesn't appeal to you, you can check out Ganesha Games, and they actually have something. And I've played this before, and it's a lot of fun, and I would need all of those models in order to do it that you just scrolled past. Yeah, look and at all these. Look at all those you can There's actually from. two games that they make called one's mighty monsters and the other one's called monsters and robots and they're pdf they're like eight bucks for the book and uh it's basically a skirmish game miniature agnostic so if you wanted to play it purely skirmish game style outside of the board and everything you could do that as well those are really cool looking you need that one mac i saw this yeah, earlier i said this got mac all over oh it. yeah i could use that for like <laughs> 500 different games yep <laughs> But actually, you know, Eric, when you were looking at all the agendas that are there, there's that, that's not even all of them. That's not know, all of them, huh? Well, I, wow. I know because they, they've come up with like some new Aztec kind of one. There's a plant one, and I didn't see them Ooh. listed there. So there are there are new ones that they... So, okay, that's a little out of date. That's cool. Yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah, that's is, so dangerous. Yeah. I, I like the way that their site's organized, too. You can search by just the different factions material or even just the agenda 
Um, yeah, they have a lot. Of, here's a bunch of their starter sets. I have some of the older starter sets that came out that I still have yet. Shame on me. Yet to do something with. But what? That, like I said, I mentioned that's because some of my local crew that I used to run with for this game. Right. It don't really play the game anymore. So, yeah. Well, you put those on eBay and help fund your, your Kickstarter then. There yeah, you those, go. Those suckers, that was one of the things. Those were, I think, 50 bucks at Gen Con, and I still had to buy more to be able to use them. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I still don't have enough, probably, because you said two monsters now, right? Well, I only have yeah. one and one. Well, you can do single monster, but the game really can, is more focused around the two monsters. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Put him in there. I. There we go. So that's just a little bit of a taste of yeah. Those monsters are just phenomenal looking. The sculpts and everything there, mm-hmm. because because for me this is really probably going to be more from a modeler's perspective from me for me because I don't know that I would do the Kickstarter um, when I play a game that's strategy, like where I'm really having to sit down and think about what I'm doing like that. I'll play chess or Onitama. That's that's when I want to think about strategy. When I put my miniatures on the board. That's, I, that's not what I want to do. I, I could because I'm so busy telling a story that I, I don't really care. care. I don't really care about the rest of it. I want to get this one. <laughs> these minis are phenomenal. Oh, that's awesome. I like Sergeant that one. Titanica. We just watched Monsters versus Aliens, the movie, the other day, too, with the kids. Or how I, about thought this, this I thought this one was a joke when I first saw it coming out. Yeah, I thought, I, okay, like a giant corgi, really? Yeah. That's awesome. That's hilarious. <laughs> I think a kid would like this, though. You know, I could totally see that's what this Apparently, is geared Paris for. It's a good monster, but it's just like mm. I, I, I thought. I didn't think it was. I thought it was like a, a joke. But anyway, it's real. But yeah, this well, is just kind of a sneak peek for you guys. Definitely some really cool looking stuff. Yeah. Now, not all of these are going to be available in the Kickstarter. I mean, you're talking about the Kickstarter and stuff. Yeah, right this now. is the second edition models, the ones that you guys, right. if you get these, you'll have to build them, uh, paint them, all that kind of stuff. The resin, possibly resin slash metal. Okay. Okay. So since okay. we're talking, we mentioned the Kickstarter, let's go into that because these are some of the questions that I got. People wanted to know what it was, um, why back it, that kind of stuff. And so, Basically, what the Kickstarter is that Mythic's doing is they're, it's like a cheaper sets uh, with plastic models. So they're come all pre-assembled and it basically makes it more accessible for general people to jump in and play, right? Yeah, they call it the board game version. So I think the part of the thing is I was trying to find out talk to some people about what was what meant by that and i think mac would like this because whereas the other sets have just paper this has like almost like a hard cover oh with the, with, with, with the with the boards so you unfold the boards and that's your maps okay. the maps are much more detailed you know look more realistic right uh, than the paper maps uh much more sort of evocative of the theme of the game and everything the and i like too that you look at the models you can see that there's textured bases on them Whereas the, the, the models they have is like a clear base, and a lot of people right. are, are trying to keep the base clear so they can see what's underneath it. Because sometimes you know you have to you want to know what bases you're stepping on. Um, so you're just getting a lot of models, but I mean it's so much cheaper. It's crazy how much you'd be saving by buying the by getting in on the Kickstarter. I yeah, mean, that's right. saying, saying to anybody, if you have any interest at all in Monster Apocalypse, get this. I mean, it's just it's it's. 
like some of the things it's like um we were talking about like there's a building set there's a building set i can't remember what it's called but it's a, it's a set of buildings and it's like 29 dollars and it's got like six or something buildings in it each building usually is 29 dollars by itself right mm -hmm. right yeah well i mean that's all and that's well, I won't say always, but that's 90% of the time the case with Kickstarter. You know, that's the that's the appeal. And then, of course, they appeal to you. You don't want to miss out on this, right? You know, yes and no. I mean, I will agree there's often good deals on Kickstarter, but this, it's incredibly good deals. Yeah. For, I mean, really, truly it is. I'm not, I have no affiliation with Privateer Press or Mythic. I'm not getting any kickbacks from them on this at all. What? Uh, I know, right? You would think that someone of my legendary stature as a I would think so. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're the Spaz Fist from the Spaz and Wappy comics. Exactly. Oh, there that's, me. that's me. There it is. Wreck I mean, look at that. Yeah. Those are I think, all I, bought, I, think I bought my Statue of Liberty for like about uh twenty nine dollars Canadian. Now yeah. no, that's twenty nine dollars American, but still look at all that you're getting for that. That's insane. Yeah, that's that's a that's really good. Yeah, and there's lots of stretch goals. Um, and so the stretch goals, so like, yeah, you get like like the um, like Simeon Incorporated. So you get like two apes. You get White Dejan, General Hondo. You get Gorgage uh, Tron and Cybercon, plus a bunch of units, plus the 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 Jungle Fortress, which is the ape installation, plus the Ubercorp installation, plus then any stretch goals which are applied to it. And it's only like thirty five dollars or something. Yeah, like there's mutant minutes for thirty five. It's just, it's it's just. Incredible! Like, I mean, you know, I'm not going to get everything, everything in this, but there's yeah, there's a lot of add-ons that yeah, it's 35 bucks a piece. Um, yeah, but man, if you get everything, it can add up. Now, one there's of the, the questions I, I was talking about is this stuff. None of this stuff's exclusive, right? This is stuff they'll eventually probably well. Release. I mean, it's not exclusive from this. I mean, it's Privateer Press sells all this stuff. Okay. I mean, you can buy White Dejan now, uh, in resin. True. Um, that's true but will it, it come out in plastic later separately i don't know i mean i, I don't know how i know that that's a big concern for people that see stuff like this on yeah. kickstarter is like can i buy this in retail later and it yeah. it seems like it you can because usually if you can't they'll put kickstarter exclusive right. or something on it um I'm not well, you'll be able to buy it from Spaz on eBay later. I'll tell you that. Like, so I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'm, I'm probably going to get the core set now. And there's a lot of stuff there that I've already painted. I don't want to paint again, you know. So I will probably just sell some of the stuff off, like after I've got it, because it's just like, it's just too good of a deal to pass up. Yeah, and there's, there's what I like too is they kind of take it easy on you, and you look at the this actual pledges is they got the dollar, of course, you know, just uh, keeping the loop. But they have 60 bucks for a veteran pledge. If you have a lot of stuff already, you just want some of this, uh, some of the updated type of stuff. They have what the Smasher pledge 120, um, where you get the, you know, the, the full core box and, you know, all that stuff. And, and then there's let's 160. Just, so let's just talk about that, that keeping the loop pledge though, like that $1. <laughs> I learned late in my kickstarter career about the 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 benefit of that uh one it's, it's not privateer press it's uh well probably monpoc yeah they, they that died out because of the movie deal they've, they've admitted that now okay yeah i do remember that yeah they kind of got Tim their hands Burton. There's, there's more talk about that there's, it's been talked about with this mythic kickstarter but um the one dollar pledge 
Yes, it keeps you the loop. You get all the emails and then, but the the benefit is is like months down the road after you've had time to save all your shekels, mm-hmm. you can then turn around and say, you know what? I'm pulling the trigger. Yeah. And you can then up your pledge at that point. But if you haven't put that one dollar in, you're locked out. Yeah. Yeah. For one dollar, it gives you the option somewhere down the line. And I realized that once and once I realized I'm like, wow. Yeah, and I started doing a lot of $1 bids on some Kickstarters just to think, like, do I want to or do I not want to? Because it's just it's nice to be able to have yeah. that opportunity later to, 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 to decide. Don't don't necessarily go for the impulse buy, but just you know, if you want time to think about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Clem said it's privateer press. Who, know, who knows how long they'll support it? Former press ganger. He's not salty at all. Yeah. <laughs> So, and it looks like on the Kickstarter, they have a lot of videos for you guys to check out. Um, to actually Half watch French. Some... Yes, they, they got they got everything. They got it all covered because Mythic all is right, it'll a sound good company. in French. And beautiful animations, too, of like the rampage. They see Gorgagatron rampaging through the buildings and everything. That's fun. Yeah. But yeah, these models well, are definitely, definitely very cool. And I mean, if nothing else, it's worth it to look at the models for people that aren't interested in the game. It's got cool models, and for a lot of us, that's that's an addiction right there. But the game does look cool if you know if you're if you're into board game ish style tactical games. It looks very cool. It looks like it's a really good Kickstarter to to jump in on. So you guys should definitely go over and check it out. I'm gonna go look at it. No promises, but I'm gonna go check it out because I already saw a couple of the models. I think I'm not gonna be able to live without. Um, I saw they have a giant rhino guy, and I have yeah. at least three games that that will fit in. So, yeah. So, if you guys do want to check it out and decide, you have about eight days left to decide on the Kickstarter. If all else, like Spaz or, says, go or put a, a year if you pledge one dollar. <laughs> yeah, right. a year if you have a dollar, or whenever the pledge manager comes out, basically. Um, yeah. If all else, yeah, go put that buck in there and then yeah. you can research it more, look into it more, watch all these videos they have, uh, learn French and um, yeah. figure out how they play it there, or you know, message Spaz up and he can translate for you, right? There you go. Uh, there, there's also a very active community on Discord, and a lot oh, of people cool. are playing the current version of Monster Apocalypse on Tabletop Simulator. Oh, okay, that's a good so, way to try it out, actually. Yep, right, yep. Okay. And they do a lot of they do a lot of tournaments and stuff on there and people just sort of playing casual games and whatever so you can check that out yeah definitely we'll check out their discord and don't forget first of all I think we should say thank you to Spaz for joining us and regaling us with his expertise in monster apocalypse go check yeah, out his YouTube and, channel yeah and and games. Um, if you're curious as to what his YouTube channel is about uh, it's about teaching with board games. That's why he calls it teaching with board games. Uh, but go over and check it out. He's got some cool videos over there. We've even managed to convince him to do some battle reports on skirmish games because good math in skirmish games too. So go over and check that out. We really appreciate you being here, Spaz. It's, yeah, thanks uh, for coming on. Uh, like I said, you were kind of, I knew you were still in deep in this game. So you'd be the best one to go to with questions if. Even I never, know. I never lost faith that the game was dead forever. I knew it would come back. I, I, I always held on to the faith. All those years of of people saying, "Nope, it's gone, it's gone, just let it go." I'm, I couldn't, I couldn't. You had faith in your monsters. I love it. it just it runs deep, man. Runs deep. <laughs> that is okay, man. That is okay. All right. Well, um, 
Eric? Sh- oh, you, should you. we? No, I think or it's you. Is me? it Spaz? Does Give Spaz me a script have... and I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I think it. it's your turn. I don't know. You've got the Indian Invasion hat on, so I, I think it should be you. Okay. I'll take us out. So, guys, thank you for joining us for India. Indie Invasion Shorts. I need. I should have took a drink of water before I started. Uh, every Thursday nights. Uh, if you guys want more audio podcast, check us out on. Thank you there. Uh, check us out on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Stitcher, Spotify, Pocket Cast. iTunes is now called Apple Podcast. I thought I changed that. <laughs> <laughs> Threw me. Uh, you check us wrong. also on the internets on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Discord, and drop us a line at IndieInvasion at gmail.com if you have any other questions about this spotlight game that we talked about tonight. And jump into the Discord. There's a lot of people jumping in there, sharing projects that they're working on. If they have questions, there's a good community growing in there to help each other out. Love seeing that support in there. And check out our original sponsor, Coastal Con at coastaltext.com for all information about that and links to all these places I'm talking about. And if you love what we're doing, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash indie invasion. And Spaz needs to get his mini skirt yet. You can find that That's at right. redbubble.com people indie invasion. It's on there somewhere, Spaz. I, I got a highlight for you. On there. there has to be. There has to be. One I've, I've looked. I've looked. I have looked. looked I'm gonna go look. I'm gonna make sure you find that sucker. We're gonna. We we talked about it. We're gonna put in a special request for mini skirt. Right. That's right. That's what we're gonna do. All right. <laughs> well, job's accepted. Thanks again, Spaz, for joining us tonight as our special guest. We love, uh, you know, your involvement. I know you're my good buddy, and you're checking out what I, you know, I'm doing here with Mac, and. You you turned into a valued community member, which I love seeing you urging on other people in the community. And I, I look forward it. to it every Thursday night. I really do. Cool, cool. All right, guys. Until next time, when you're out there smashing buildings, prepare for the invasion. Mm-hmm.